Hello and welcome to episode 73 or 4 of Paper Tree with Paper Tuesdays with Michael Dwyer and Mark Halpin. Michael, would you like to introduce our guest? Yes, it's a real pleasure to welcome oh, Miss Una Sinnott, our first, maybe second, Cran 4 person on the podcast. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> How good. are you, Una? I'm very good, Michael. Thanks very much. <laughs> Una, we go back way, way, way back to the days of volunteering with South East Radio and mm. doing a radio programme. And now like, we're on a podcast and... Uh, I just think it's great. I, I just said to Mark, we kind of, we have to have Una Sinnott on because like, Una, you do so much and you never stop and you always have energy. How do you do it? Stop, Michael. <laughs> I can ask you the exact same question. To me, you were always this guy, you know, from Gory Community School who just was setting the bar with regards public speaking, radio, journalism, everything like. So I always ask myself that question towards, and looking at you. So... I sure you you always were a big a big help to me. Do you know you introduced me to South East Radio too, yeah. and um, the sports journalism with the paper back in the day. Oh yeah, so yeah, that. so you were always yeah. um, kind of passing on the baton in that sense. So oh, thank you. I have a lot to be grateful for in knowing you. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> but I love the diversity of your interests. Like you've you've a lot going on in your life, and like it's kind of like oh, the last year you focused and knuckled down on this nutty business. Like, <laughs> tell us how it started and everything. Like, it's, yeah. it's an amazing adventure. Oh, well, thanks very much, Michael. Yeah, it's funny. So, Notorious Nutrition um, really began in, like, like from nothing. Do you know what I mean? There was no big plan or anything at the beginning. It was really a COVID kind of business. Um, it just started because I was a little bit maybe idle or quiet last summer. Um I suppose everything was sure everyone was quite with lockdown, you know, and at home. And um, I just started making granola and stuff and these kind of nutty, um, nutty and fruit kind of bars and things. And um, I had always made little bits and pieces myself, like during college or maybe even during the leave insert as my own little snacks during the leave insert. But like it never was at the time going to manifest into a business. But um yeah, so I was making them at home. So it was really like last summer, um, I was making a lot at home. And then um, at the beginning of the summer, and then my brothers and sisters and my parents kind of were encouraging me to even try and sell them maybe. But um, at the time as well, I was doing some um, articles for the Farming Independent. And I was interviewing a few businesses and things. And um, <clears throat> I took a trip to Glen Illin Farm right. down in Cork. And... Um, I brought some bars and granola with me, do you know, not to kind of arrive empty handed or anything. And um, Glen Illin, so it was with Valerie and Alan Kingston. So they are the people behind Glen Illin Yogurts. And um, she had a great chat and I brought my um, granola, as I say, with me. But they actually started eating it because they gave me yogurts at the same time. So we kind of we started eating them together. Yeah. And um, they really encouraged me to go to the my local farmer's market. Like, And I suppose like because they started off going to the farmer's market with their yogurt. Uh, back like in Cork um, yeah I was kind of like God, oh, maybe I should like if these people are telling me so I think that really was like God I, I started thinking about it the next week then I was kind of thinking about okay I need insurance I need a table I need to ring Pat Roach for the farmer's market to be able to go so I kind of I really took it seriously then and I was like I'll go to the market but um, my sister Mary was a great helped me too so she came with me and like we literally didn't tell anyone like because we didn't know how it was going to go like so we didn't tell anyone we just went to the market and set up our table we brought like six jars of granola <laughs> we didn't bring much and um, yes yeah, so we like sold out like just before 11 o'clock so we were delighted um, so that was around the 14th of August last year 
And then I suppose like you can't stop once you begin something like that. So we just kept going and kept going and sure, been at the market over a year now. And um, yeah, sure at the time, like you just do crazy things. Like there was definitely a few all nighters. There was, <laughs> do you know, if a cafe wanted to become a stockist, do you know, I wouldn't say no, do you know, like um, I would, I'd look into the cafe and make sure it was a nice cafe, but then I'd say yes and try and complete the order as quick as I could. Um, but definitely at the beginning, there was no, um, as I say, plan or anything. Um, I definitely just learned as I went along and the support from my family, like and my mammy in particular, she was so good helping me with the granola, like because at the time, you know, it was all extremely small batches and I couldn't really I didn't bulk buy any kind of nuts or anything because I was really just taking the safe route do you know what I mean where I was just making each week meat and I wouldn't really purchase a, a crate of glass jars or whatever because it would be a lot of money at the time mm. so I kind of let it build up um, as each week went by and then maybe set bigger goals and bigger goals but it was very very like gradual and I'm probably it was only from Easter time onwards of this year that I kind of just had a better system in place where like I have a, a like a proper HSC um, approved uh, kitchen and all outside now and I have two containers actually so one is dedicated to storage and an office and the other one is the kitchen so like I, pr I have a proper setup like now yeah. so it really but I needed to because you would have burnt out yeah otherwise yeah. And you're looking at a shop in Knock Brandon, are you? Oh, no, no. No, not yet. All right. <laughs> oh, well, no, not yet. Never now, I, I wouldn't say. Right, okay. But um, I know, but I have a nice little setup. I just wanted it to look pretty. And sometimes customers do come and collect from home. Like, yeah. But um, the majority of sales are, are kind of route to customer is the market in Gory. So the Gory Farmer's Market on a Saturday morning. And then um, through cafes. Um, but I, I kind of would like maybe coming up to Christmas, I have an online shop at the moment and do a lot of nationwide postage, but um, a, probably a website would kind of help just kind of people could customize their own boxes or gift boxes or, you know, they could do a lot more, maybe a website. So I'm trying to develop a website at the moment. It sounds like that through action you've grown. It's not, it hasn't been through research, it hasn't been, oh, is this a good product? It's been through the actual doing of everything. Yeah, I have been very lucky. Like um, a lot of these things did come to me, like Cafe had asked me to become a stockist. And at the time, at the beginning, I wouldn't have considered that being a route to market or like a, an opportunity for sales. Um, it kind of just happened. The Troc in Wexford uh, contacted me first and Ben in Shore Coffee. And then Ashton and Kilmuckridge, they were my first three. And I suppose it had a ripple effect then where another cafe might ask me. Um, but yeah, I was very lucky. Like, as I say, those people came to me at the beginning and it helped me grow. And then, you know, some customer might ask me to do postage. So I'd say yes. And, you know, that kind of then nationwide postage became a thing. And also then even like a, a gift box, someone during lockdown might want to send their girlfriend maybe a box saying I miss you and stuff like this so do you know these kind of things became a thing nearly it was driven by the customers almost like which was obviously very good from my perspective um, and I was just kind of as I say making each week meet and each order um, meeting each order so um, so that was it yeah but like the <clears throat> the people who I've met along the way like are unreal like and the customers they're so nice and everyone at the Gory Farmers Market has been so supportive, like, and you'd really get to know people, do you know, um, you'd really get to chat to someone and know about their week or even know about their health status. You'd, you'd get to know someone like, 
Um, it's not just a matter of thanks very much, see you later. Do you know, yeah. like that's probably why I have a queue at the market <laughs> each week. I talk to everyone too much, <laughs> but um, but it's really really nice, and um, I'm very grateful to everyone around Gory. I have to say, like Gory was a great town to start a business in. I don't think, like, if I was starting a business in any other town, maybe around, it would have been as good at the beginning, at least, um, because there was just such a a drive to support someone who's young and starting, or just someone who's starting up a business. Do you know what I mean? Um, everyone's happy to see someone do well. And mm. I felt that a lot, like, and I still do. So I think, like, the people of Gory are just brilliant in that sense. That's great to hear some music to the ears. Um, mm. Like, Una, like... How does this combine them with a Chagas PhD? <laughs> yeah, it's a very good question. <laughs> so um, I may send this podcast to my supervisor maybe and uh, try justify the two. Oh, no. But, no, um, no, no but need to justify, but like there's so many, it's like yeah. such a broad interest. Like you're looking at dairy and how um, farmers combine with climate change and, you know, like it's, <laughs> it's incredible. Dude. Yeah, no, it's funny. Like, and that's, I suppose, testament to... Um, the fact that Notorious came from like no big planning, if you get me. Like it happened at the end of the summer before I started the PhD. So then it was just a matter of, oh God, these are the two kind of tasks that I have a hand. I have to make it work. <laughs> but um, at the beginning with working from home and stuff, it was a big help. Like I could kind of like, and also I suppose there was no social activities going on. So I could kind of, like I wasn't meeting up with anyone. So I could kind of just be in my own shell and get my PhD work done and spend the evenings and all working on notorious nutrition but um yeah so at the very beginning like it was chaotic do you know and I suppose I was doing a lot of reading and stuff for the PhD but it wasn't as intense as it is now like it's a lot more intense now and it would take up every hour of the day like Monday to Friday do you know because you're actually you're you know planning your your surveys and your data collection and you're really working like now but at the beginning um you know there was a little bit of leeway just for the first three months let's say where I could work on Notorious but um but yeah the PhD then um I I kind of from let's say Christmas onwards anyway like the the PhD is my obviously my number one focus uh, during the week and um I have a part-time staff working with me at the moment so that that was I suppose very much so needed you know and Eilish uh, is absolutely brilliant and we get on like a house on fire so I suppose like that was very needed in order to keep the two going because once lockdown ended and you know obviously you don't want to jeopardize your just your social life or your sporting life you don't want to jeopardize that because you'd probably fall out of love with Notorious or you could fall out of love with the PhD so um and also the fact that I moved into my own premises at home um, like that helped with separating PhD work and notorious work. Um, so that was good. But yes, yeah, so focusing on the PhD, yes, yeah, so I'm kind of analysing greenhouse gas emissions, but from the farmer's perspective and looking at their decision making around technology uptake, the barriers that may be there, the influences um, that may be there. And then also a part of the PhD looks at social sustainability of Irish dairy farming and compares it to other European countries. So there you're looking at quality of life, work-life balance and um, kind of labour on farm and, you know, their interaction with their community kind of a thing. So that's very interesting. And the European kind of um, aspect to it is very interesting because at the mm-hmm. moment we're kind of comparing Irish dairy farmers to Norwegian farmers and Polish farmers oh. and looking at the quality of life of each and how content an Irish farmer is compared to other farmers in Europe. 
Very interesting. Is it good? Yeah. Is Ireland like good? In we haven't kind of got to that stage, to be honest with you, Mark. Mm. At the moment, we are doing the interviews. Right. So yeah, so it's um, I don't have, we haven't kind of ha- came to our conclusion so far, but um, it is very interesting just looking at the different dairy models in mm. in Norway at the moment. I suppose there's a lot of reluctance um to getting bigger. Farmers don't want to get bigger in order to survive if you get me and I suppose you could maybe say the same for Irish dairy farmers but they kind of have taken it on board a lot more and they wanted to kind of get bigger especially after the quota they were delighted to kind of have a bit of growth Mm. but in fairness the Irish dairy model you don't need to be big in order to survive it's actually if you have a well if you have a good system and you have a short a smaller herd you know um you know if you're kind of tight on your targets and things you you would be doing well do you know what I mean so you don't need to grow as such but anyway yes so the findings will be very interesting and um a lot of meetings and things were all on zoom but we actually hopefully we have a meeting in greece in october so it'd be really nice to meet people who have been talking to absolutely (laughs) yeah this man can fill you in on the new zealand yeah my work my quality life was shite when i was dairy farming in australia (laughs) like because it was a massive farm there was like thousands of cows and you'd be up maybe milk up a half tree in the morning to milk and then milking again at half six in the evening yeah so and that'd be like six days a week and you're in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. like in these big, massive, wide open areas. It's like a town twenty minutes away, but it's tiny. So, like, I presume it's a lot better in Ireland than it is there. You know, well, socially. yeah, I think so. I think Europe in general, in terms of social sustainability, I think mm. would be better. But of course, you know, if there's someone here from New Zealand, I'm sure you know it'd be different. I don't know. They might say different, but it would be very interesting once the whole study is done to compare it to New Zealand and Australia. Do you know? Mm. Um, so it'd be great even to take a trip maybe out that direction once the PhD is done. Maybe you're something like that but um yeah so that's the phd world so i'm entering year two now so i'm based in johnstown castle and my main supervisor is in ucd and then my other main supervisor is in johnstown castle um so yeah it's very interesting and um i suppose chagas is very good to work for too like you know um yeah so it's a great name, isn't it? It was a lovely ring to Chagask. You've said Sorry, this before on the podcast. Oh, have I? I do. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Mark, a game? Oh, a game. Oh, so it's going to be 40 questions, just quick fire questions. So. Very good. No need to. Uh, so there you go once, Michael. One second now. Right, 40 questions. Question number one, sparkling water or still water? Oh, still. Still. Number two, sparkling or still sparklers? Oh, sparkly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> woolly mammoths or woolly jumpers? Oh, jumpers. Do you see woolly mammoths are coming back? Are they? I've seen it on one of those Instagram pages, so it's probably not true, but apparently they're <laughs> genetically re-bringing, re-creating woolly mammoths. Uh, number four, Fox News or Southeast Radio? Southeast. <laughs> I never knew you were in, in that with him. Oh, yeah. Southeast Radio. <laughs> in that cult. What did I involve? Yeah, because Jimmy Ryan, was I? <laughs> He blocked me on Facebook when I was like 17. I never spoke to him. And he just, I just one day I went to look him up and he had me blocked and I didn't know why. Wow. So I'm still not over it. Oh, it was great back in the day, Michael. Wasn't it was. It? Yeah. What like, did he do? He every Saturday show, right? morning, like, yeah, there was this huge show. Every Saturday morning, we go down to St. Peter's College and go into the back of Peter's College and into this little small dark room and we record half an hour of radio. And mm. what would it be? Just news stories and stuff? Um, yeah, the charts. I remember, remember the, the charts, charts yeah. and the sports news then. Yeah, sports news. And you'd have the odd interview. I interviewed Kay oh, Kelly. Yeah. was my first interview. Um, yeah, the yeah. interviews are very good. I think I... Was a Henry Shefflin? I think I did too. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. And He's, you go off with the microphone. I remember I did the plowing. And that's I very got good. Colin Cooper. Yeah. Like, and just, wow. That's brilliant. Yeah, just 
when you yeah. have a microphone, it's like free pass, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm legit. Go on there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, five electric picnic or mass. <laughs> That's a very tough one. Uh, <laughs> They're not very similar. No, <laughs> I uh, suppose I'll have to pick mass. mass yeah. I was there this morning now, and I was thinking of you the whole time I was there. I was like, he does this the whole time. I don't know how. Like, well, your one was a long one today. Forty minutes. Oh, well. right, so yeah. Farnham McCarney is uh, not exactly quick off the mark these days. Uh, question number six, cows or sheep? Oh, that's actually a hard one, to be honest, yeah. because obviously my work is with dairy cows, mm. but I actually would love sheep. Yeah. I'm actually planning on starting a flock next year, Are you? Oh. so I'll have to pick sheep. Oh, wow. The cows, obviously, yeah. won't tell the cows. Uh, number seven, <laughs> hay or silage? Oh, silage. Silage, yeah. Silage is better for the cows. <laughs> uh, number nine, medical doctors or the saw doctors? On a saw doctor shirt, did solve any problem for you, wouldn't it? Actually, sorry, I must interject. <laughs> Una, you had a lot of uh, time for wolf tones. Oh, tones? back in the day? Yeah. Do you remember <laughs> you brought your parents did. to oh give you yeah. Carlo? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you were there early and all. You were there at six o'clock and the That's concert was at eight and somebody ate up in Carlo. Oh, God, yeah, that did happen. <laughs> <laughs> They're still gigging. Wolf tones? Wolf tones. Or, yeah. A good ag night out back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, number 11 or sorry number 10 camogie or football camogie, camogie. obviously yeah I'm from Cranford, although right? I was at the ladies football it was very entertaining very yeah. good yeah uh, were you at the camogie yeah, yeah it was very good too good uh, 11 scones or cocaine Scones. <laughs> All day long. What about scones with cocaine? Ah, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> I like your ticket. <laughs> Number 12. Uh, where else were you doing those late nights? <laughs> yeah. People say Notorious is addictive, you know? <laughs> 12, running or cycling? Oh, oh I like boat in fairness. Yeah. Um, maybe just cycling. Cycling. Michael? Yeah, I like cycling. I've done more running. Running? Yeah. yeah. I'd love running. to do a triathlon, actually. Would you? Oh, You'd love to. You do the club. There, yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Michael. You done know, you know a half marathon yesterday. Mm. Oh, very yeah. good up in Dublin. Club A. It was oh, gorgeous. Yeah, Absolutely beautiful. I think the Ross Lair, the triathlon is on now, I think. Oh, now? Oh, um, right. I think it is. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't know there was such a thing. Yeah. Oh, it's in Hook, actually. Sorry. Hook. Oh, oh. Uh, number 13, AGMs or EGMs? Oh, EGMs. Yeah, the drama. Yeah. Uh, 14, tractors or Ferraris? Ooh. Tractors, I tractors. suppose. Uh, 15, Oasis or Blur? Oasis. <laughs> 16, who should be the president? Of Ireland? Yeah. Oh, I think Michael D is doing a very good job. I think here, everyone's here. fallen back in love with him this week. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, he went all, to, all first. Um, he was invited to this gig that was um, organised by, well, I think it was the Presbyterian Church or something, to celebrate the foundation of Northern Ireland. And he's refused to go because the a few little things, but he didn't like their approach in that they were calling him the president of the Republic of Ireland, and um, he felt like it, it was it's all belittling to be there. Yeah, mm. it's all my Ireland. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's my Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which did you prefer, your confirmation, your confirmation, or your communion? Oh, confirmation. Yeah, you were right. Ireland. Yeah, I think I did. Do you know who was there? Um, uh, one of the temporary hurlers because Seamus O'Brien, the old principal oh. in Munasid, his brother came. Uh, but besides from that, I don't know, I just did like it. Really? <laughs> uh, More money at communion, surely. What do you prefer, man? Yeah, communion, I think there's a bouncy castle at the communion. It wasn't Big yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number eight. <laughs> number 18. Uh, aliens invade the transport cafe. <laughs> do they still let Robbie Yurton in for his dip Sunday lunch? Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still in love with Robbie, Michael? <laughs> oh, yeah. We're <laughs> always been enduring, in love. yeah. <laughs> big fan, big fan, Robbie. Big fan. Uh, not big fans of the big leaves. <laughs> no, no. Anti leaves. leaves. This uh, is the season for leaves. What's the longest you've ever held your breath? Oh. Mm. 
Wait, no, 30 seconds? Would that be good? No. I don't know, yeah. to be honest. Well, 30 seconds I'd have to do a test run. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number 20. Uh, who is the best person you know at climbing trees? Um, oh, I'll say Chloe Fox <coughs> on the Wexford Kamogi team. Yeah. I think she gave it an attempt before <laughs> when we won a personal cup with Ashburn. <laughs> or um, oh. the personal cup with UCD. <laughs> oh, she got a big score in the junior final, didn't she? she? Oh, she's on the senior team. Oh, senior, yeah. excuse me. Oh. Yeah. Uh, number 21, what's your favourite sandwich ingredients? Um, probably BLT. BLT? Yeah. Okay. Uh, chicken and stuffing or turkey and stuffing. stuffing. Yeah, yeah, that would have been way <laughs> joint. Maybe <laughs> ham and cheese, I keep it simple now. Uh, yeah, don't, go too, <laughs> don't tell your doctor. Yeah, I won't tell the doctor. Uh, which is, what, what is one useless skill you wish you had? Oh. oh um, be able to like shuffle cards really yeah. well. Yeah. That'd be right. cool. That's cool. Yeah. Don't know if it'd be useful much, but. No. That's a good one. Do you one. know the way to go like this? Yeah, they do all this shit and they move it around. That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah. it's a good one. <laughs> Can you think of any? Um, probably just have, be able to survive on four hours sleep. Yeah. Well, that would be useful though. Be That'd be useful That'd be though. Very useful it's, a, it's a useless skill, is it? Yeah, useless. Or oh, useless. Yeah. Or. See, it's a tricky question, that. <laughs> yeah, I thought of that. I'd be able to drive with one hand or something. Drive? Can you not drive one hand? <laughs> uh, you need the two. Really? Uh, yeah. I only think that now. Yeah, I've never never drive with one hand. Yes. Uh, when Meatloaf sang, I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I actually heard this on the radio a while back. They were talking about this, and I don't think oh, there right. is a proper answer for it. Mm, but people okay. may jump to their conclusions, maybe, when they're listening to it. What about um, support another GA Cup? Um, oh, yeah, that'd be a good one. <laughs> or put on maybe someone else's jersey if they're at a match or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so what you're saying. <laughs> What else? Um, I can think of a few non-PG ones, but I won't go into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 24. Uh, is a camel a type of horse? Um, I'd say no, but maybe it is. No. is yeah, it? I don't know the answer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get answers here. Uh, number 25. Uh, why are we paying for a water tax when it rains every day? <laughs> that is a very good question. We should be more efficient with these things. Yeah. <laughs> we, a touchy topic mentioning water now in Gory these days. Oh yeah, oh, this is, I read this on QAnon that somebody, there's a Unabomber type situation out there. This is all hearsay, but so I don't, I'm not going to give any names. Somebody is putting stuff in the water or was caught putting stuff in the water. Wow. Ooh. You heard it here Can first. I also credit, shout out to Claire's Buy and Sell page because this is blown up in the national media today. But if you went on to Claire's Buy and Sell two weeks ago, this is where it was. What? Like about the water in Gore. Oh, yeah, that's true. You know, like it was all over. At the Gore Farms Market water. as well. Really? Well, yeah. Well, like we were, you know, people were just chatting, telling me about it. Yeah. So the mass media is a little bit behind schedule. Yeah. yeah. Now, I know, I think the big factor is the EPA. They really, they laid it in um, about the water quality. So their announcement had triggered a lot of national uh, attention. to it. Yeah. Mm. Wow. So shout out EPA as well. EPA, Claire's by itself, meet each other. And ha have they fixed that? The, the water situation. Well, well I don't think anyone is unwell anymore anyway, exactly. if that's any help. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. Be reassured. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can go to sleep, safety. Uh, would you go to a festival with Leo Varadkar? <laughs> God, I would. <laughs> yeah, I'd say crack. he is great crack. <laughs> would you, Michael? <laughs> I think at this stage I'd go to any festival with yeah. anyone. So, no, yeah, very okay. political Come on, answer. Leo. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we could do it with the exposure. Uh, number 27, do you use TikTok? I don't actually. Don't. I've never been on it in my life. Really? No. no. Well, it tells. Am I missing out? <laughs> we have a TikTok for this podcast. Oh. Yeah. Do we still? Post Your it? thing with uh, 
the Irish your thing about feet I think oh no your thing about the Irish leave insert that went down very well on the TikTok did it? Joe TikTok so, uh, big on the talk <laughs> I'll check that out I'll go on TikTok for the first time to check these out uh, number 30 cats or dogs oh dogs thank dogs. you big dog man sorry now well. uh, 31 do we live in a simulation bit <laughs> um, a, a segue there uh, yes yeah <laughs> I don't know Neil deGrasse Tyson I think proved recently we're not well, like through his, oh, own, right. uh, through his own reasoning. And he like, uses maths, doesn't he? He's yeah, he'd be a, a mathematician or uh, what's it called? Cosmologist. Okay. Oh, well. I don't know if that's what, another word for a barman or if it's actually someone who studies the star. Mixologist, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think we are. Uh, 32, what's your favourite meal? Um, probably my mammy's either Irish stew or cabbage and bacon. Oh, oh yeah. pig. Mammy's stew. Thanks, Michael. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, it'd be very hard to be. Although I wouldn't buy it when I, if I was out. Yeah. Because it just wouldn't be as satisfactory. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> That's a good answer. Uh, will Cranford ever have a bobsleigh team? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'd say Coonies and Cranford, they could do anything. <laughs> uh, what is something Ireland doesn't have but you wish it did? Probably ski slopes, maybe. Well, they do have an artificial one, actually, don't we? We do, we've an indoor one. I'm craving a bit of skiing now. I'd love to go skiing. Yeah. Skiing would be good, wouldn't it? I don't know what else now. There's probably a million and one other things. Yeah. Um, I can't really think of that now myself. No. We have everything. We have everything. Have you ever seen a badger in real life? Don't think I have. Not on a live one. No. I've seen one. In Donegal during the day, it oh, was yeah. out. Yeah, they're cool. Um, you've seen it? No, you were there, but you didn't see it. You were like ten it? feet behind the rest of us, like soaking in the right. atmosphere. <laughs> uh, was it Salpadine or Panadol? Good one. Um, I'd be more newer than anyway. If anything, was, oh, really? yeah, I'd have to just don't know. I uh, I thought I would be Panadol, man, Michael. Salpadine, Salpadine, like really? Strength to. <laughs> uh, chicken or beef? Beef. Cinema or Netflix? Um, um, oh, it's a tricky one, I suppose. They offer different, um, you know, kind of, they offer something that different. Um, maybe cinema, I suppose. Cinema, it's a day out. Uh, Roy Keane or Robbie Keane? Oh, definitely Roy. Shout out. Lads, I love Roy Keane. I've actually fallen in love with him in the last, oh. like, two months. He's the funniest man ever. The Instagram isn't he? is He's yeah. so yeah. funny. Like, I don't follow soccer much. But I probably followed it a lot more in the last month just because Cristiano Ronaldo you know, switched <laughs> and because of Roy Keane. I do fall into these videos on Facebook sometimes just listening to Roy Keane. <laughs> I'd easily watch soccer commentary just to see him. Yeah. I think yeah. he's brilliant. He's making me love Cork as well. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Last question. Los Angeles or The Angeles? <laughs> Very good. That took Love me it. a minute. Um, <laughs> the Angeles in Los Angeles. Ah, oh, <laughs> I don't know if it's big over there. Yeah. Um, you don't hear the Angeles much anymore. Is it still no. on the radio or TV and all? I think it is. Okay, uh, they they watered it down the way they got to have like neutral kind of images on it. Thought provoking, you know. People, I don't know. With yeah, they're not stopping. So. They're they're yeah. continuing nowadays. I mean, Granny Whatever said that doing. you're on hanging out the clothes, and then she stops for a second and looks up. Yeah. Need a bit of that. Yeah. My granny said that it was taken off and then so many people wrote back in that they put it back on. The years ago, it's 20 years ago now. We normally do this podcast at 12 o'clock, so we should actually have the Angelus. Should we? Straight into it. Yeah, at the start. <laughs> Stop the I'm sure people would listen and wait for <laughs> for, for the first minute of the podcast. It's just falling. Mm. 
<laughs> Maybe if you were doing the bongs, <laughs> I could see how that worked, yeah. I think it's nice to keep them things though on national radio and stuff myself. Well, it's a bit <clears> of <throat> silence, yeah. Well, I suppose it's not silence because the bell is ringing. I don't know. Well, like, we're very good at appreciating other religions as well. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the event that occurred last year in Crow Park and stuff. Oh, yeah. Do you and know they, what I mean? We're very good at being balanced. Year. You did it. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's a, yeah. So, we're good at being balanced, I think, as a nation. So, I think yeah. it's important that we just be balanced but keep tradition. Yeah. That's what I. Okay, I like that. I kind of think is a good, anyway, rule of thumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very good. Um, Parish of the Week is, com- is going, we're going to stay local and we don't actually have a news story for it. Camolan. I'm giving it to you. Because I was driving mm-hmm. through Camolan on Monday. And I stopped at not a normal petrol station. I stopped at, you know, your man. Uh, oh, the other lad. Yeah, the other lad. And I was the doubt of the car. Two seconds. And this man's dressed in black came over. And he filled the tank. I didn't know what Amazing. to do myself. I didn't know what to do myself. <laughs> did he ask you how much you wanted? I said 20. Oh. And he went away and did oh, the 20. But it, it's before. a nice little release. And do you know what? I'd recommend it. No, I didn't tip him, but I'd say you're meant to tip him. So <laughs> I'll do that in future. And then I went down to Christy Burns Butcher's. Shout out Christy Byrne. And, you know, it's just really come all in authentic, old-style butcher experience. So it's no wonder that Camolan can celebrate tonight in Jack's Tavern. Because With DJ Kino playing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's brilliant, isn't he's he? Savage, he's savage. very good. He's great. <laughs> yeah, Camolan actually has a bit of a real life at the moment too. There's a lovely little coffee place there too. That's now. right. The yeah. coffee garden. Yeah. 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 And Jack has his big yogurt at the back now as well. Yeah. Uh, cocktail bar and yeah. all. Yeah. The Outback, isn't that what it's called? Oh, it's yeah. It's <laughs> a bit like the Outback. Camolan has been gentrified. Gentrified. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, Una, do you think you get motivation as a woman breaking ground in your sport, in farming, and now in business? Um, <clears throat> I wouldn't probably, it wouldn't be the first thing I'd think of, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. Um, yeah, <clears throat> I kind of would just get an idea and go for it or push myself to do better, um, regardless of whether it was a boy or a girl, probably. <laughs> mm-hmm. Gosh, that's a yeah. great mindset. I'd imagine so. Anyway, like I never mm. think about it too much. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think too much about my what gender I am either. To be honest no, with it. no <laughs> yeah, I'm like, right, I'm a man today. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, and UCD, you thrived in UCD, I think as well. You know, that's a place where a lot of fun memories were made. I'd say. Oh yeah, <clears throat> thanks. Yeah, no, I do. I love UCD. Yeah, I did. It was very much so home away from home. Mm. Um, the whole campus and. The sport in UCD and ag being an ag in UCD, it was very, very enjoyable, the whole thing. I have to mm. say it was great. And sure, I met lovely people. I met my boyfriend, which is helpful too. <laughs> and uh, great friends that I'll definitely have for life. But yeah, I, I did love UCD. And the fact that it's like close to home too, you know, it's not that far away. And the sport was really brilliant. And um, yeah, I would love UCD. It has a little piece of my heart. All mm. right. Yeah. Mm. It's really interesting how you've grown, like, because you were kind of focusing on the journalism end of things, and now you've kind of just found your own ground in research and in uh, business. Yeah, I suppose, all right. Um, I did love the journalism there for a while, you know, but I think it's kind of nice to be spe- specialised, I think, you know. Um, I wouldn't mind doing maybe some journalism in the future, but if so, maybe I'd be, like, really specialised in, in my area in agriculture, mm. which I think you kind of need nowadays, especially in agriculture, like, you do... You need to know your stuff. So in a certain area or even, um, yeah. And then sure, the business, obviously, um, maybe a lot of that came from talking to other people who had started businesses. Like when I was with the Farmer's Journal and stuff throughout college, <clears throat> I did always just have so much admiration for someone who had their own kind of brand and yeah. they were kind of nurturing it and trying to let it grow. Or do you know whether it was a food brand or a clothes brand or whatever, do you know? So I think maybe like 
journalism led me to have so much admiration. So maybe that then led me to kind of want to create something. Um, mm. Maybe in the back of my head, maybe. Um, but um, yeah, still I have a lot of, um, you know, you'd be very grateful to journalists. It's not an easy job, in mm. fairness. Successful brands have clues, so they say, and you, you're following them and sniffing them out now with the nutty business, sure. Well, maybe, yeah, a few mm. collabs. Uh, um, I'll bring yeah. a few collabs into Notorious in the future. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, but it is it is great, like, because as you know, Mark, like, you just never stop, don't you know, if you have some sort of business going, like. Yeah, there's no, it's no nine to five, nothing yeah. like that, you know, you answer messages, could be Sunday evening, stuff like that, you know, <clears> that you don't get yeah. to switch off. And it's hard to gauge how well you're doing or how well you're not doing. Do you know what I mean? It is hard to kind of gauge, isn't it? Yeah. But um, all you can do is your best. Mm. The uh, granola, actually, in one of our snack items is in the Blossom Heron Awards. Oh, wow. So that was wow. a nice tap on the back. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But um, the, the, we're a finalist in two categories, yeah. which I think means we're in like the top six. And right. the next stage of winners is announced on the 2nd of October. Okay. So hopefully it'll be, be great. Right here for that. Yeah. yeah. I feel, <clears throat> I think it's funny when I talk about the products and stuff, because I do feel like it's a separate entity and it's like, it's its own human being almost. It's like a baby, like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It definitely felt like that at the beginning. Yeah. Still does, but yeah. um, I'd be like, oh, I'm so happy for the granola. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know that it's been recognised? <laughs> I feel like it's my child. Grown up, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone at home, I think, might feel like that. The nutty bar is class, so I have to say, like, it's <laughs> a, it's its own unique taste. Like, you 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 can't compare it to anything else. I know it has a bit of obviously must whatever, but like, it's it's a it's a nicer flap check or something. Like, or something. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, that would be my favourite. The granola and the nutty bar were yeah. my f- number one, like from the beginning. Um, and yeah. the kind of the snack range, kind of ball range, protein balls, they do really well in the cafes. Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah, I think people just prefer the smaller purchase. Yeah. So I kind of expanded that happen. range because of that, if you get me. Mm. But the Nutty Barra would be my number one, yeah. Mm. Would, would you like to see, Mark, if there's anything in the future for uh, the nuts? And... Would you like a tarot reading? <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay, let's do it. We've had a, a lot of spiritual action up here lately, so we might as well lean into it. Um, <laughs> Right, Luna, so how it works is I'm going to just get you to pick out three cards. From, wait, those are not in it. So I'm just going to pick out three cards from this deck. No reasoning behind it, just whatever card you feel pulled to is whatever. And have you done a course pick. or anything in this now, Mark? Not, no, no, no I'm just kind of... <laughs> no, these are Breed's cards, and Breed has read mine, and she's shown me how to do it, so... What I'll do is, I don't know what any of them mean, so I will have to Google it. Or I, Michael can Google it. He has his phone there. All right, can read okay. out the answers. Right, okay. Una, so pick out any card you want for your first card. So this is your past. Oh, okay. Um, I'll go for the top one, sure. Okay. And you can just place it down there, face up. Um, if you want to show it to the camera. Oh, yes. Page of Wands. Page of Wands. Ooh. Okay. Right, Michael, would you like to read out Page okay. of Wands? That's fine, Page of Wands. Now there is a couple of things come up, but I'll show you which one. That's I wouldn't the, be known to call day. my hurl my wand. Then, Your wand, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's what it means. <laughs> yeah. uh, general meaning. In the general context, it represents good news uh, that should be coming. Well, there, must, there might be good few news in the past then with letters, phone calls, word of mouth. Uh, it has bright ideas about what you can do. Being inspired or creative, making new exciting plans, thinking big and finding something you're passionate about can also indicate that you may have a tendency to rush into new things without thinking them through fully. <laughs> Probably very true. <laughs> you may be releasing your inner child and find yourself feeling very playful and having fun when it appears. As a person, the Page of Wands represents a young person, a child or person who is young at heart, who is fresh, cheerful, playful, active, optimist and full of energy. This person will have lots of bright new ideas 
and new exciting plants. They may be a fire sign, but you're not. You're not a fire sign of Aries, Leo or Sagittarius. So there you go. I'm Capricorn. Uh, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> they may be a bit of a cheeky charmer or lovable rogue. They are charismatic, free thinking, confident, intelligent, extroverted and fearless. <laughs> but they may have a tendency to rush to action without considering the consequences. There you go. That was a good one. That's quite fair, I'd say. Very <laughs> That's a yeah. nice card. Yeah. Right, Una, now you're present. Okay. Strength. Strength. Oh, <laughs> strength tarot card. What's the picture? It's just a man and a lion, is it? Mm. it looks like a lion. It looks like Jesus and a lion. And he has an infinity over his head. This. I think it looks like a woman. <laughs> Maybe it is. I just, oh, yeah. This represents inner strength. It represents mastering raw emotions in order to bring calm to yourself or situation. It is similar to the chariot in that it represents overcoming challenges. However, the strength card usually refers to inner challenges, overcoming the obstacles we face in, our, in relaxation to our own doubts, fears and anxieties. In a general context, this card indicates that you are learning to master your fears and anxieties, to be courageous and daring. You have all the skills you need to be successful. The focus now is to conquer your inner worries and believe in yourself. Take the time you need to master your emotions. Be patient and compassionate with yourself. You'll find new confidence in your yourself and your abilities. Strength, as well as being representative of taming your emotions, can also represent taming someone else's wild ways. This is not done by trying to dominate the other person, but by gentle coaxing, positive reinforcement, encouragement, and compassion. These are lovely, lovely readings. Yeah, you're getting a very They're good all positive, reading. I think, are they? No, there's one. Uh, <laughs> well, there's a couple of cards in here that aren't great. I think uh, Breed was doing someone's reading once and it came up like rape and murder in your future. So, oh, no. No, you're doing very well. Yeah. <laughs> so the next one I've is... Actually, I've never done anything like this before. I've never like went to a... Um, I wouldn't consider myself a medium now, so... <laughs> yeah. I wear a small. That's it. Okay. It's the Wheel of Fortune. Oh, Q <laughs> Marty. <laughs> or Derek Mooney. Which one's going to come in? <laughs> I think it be Marty Wheel. It's my flavour of the month at the moment, anyway. Uh, yeah. It's generally an indicator of luck or destiny. And it's a major arcana, significant, I don't know what our arcana is anyway, but a signifier of change. When the Wheel of Fortune appears upright in your tarot reading, big changes are coming. These changes should be for your greater good. But remember, not all change is easy, even if it's leading you to your destiny. The upright Wheel of Fortune signals that the universe is working in your favour to help you reach your goals. Make sure you make the most of this time by focusing your intention on what you truly want. Know that the universe has a plan for you, even if that plan is not clear to you at this point. The Wheel of Fortune also represents the ever-changing cycles we go through in life. We must learn to accept this process as part of living, even if it's uncomfortable at times. This trump card is also a karma card, so remember to be nice to people on your way up. You may be meeting them again on your way back down. <laughs> very good. That's a very good reason. I think you're going to nice. There's a lot going, going on there. It's very important to be nice in life, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Well, I tell you what. That was a lovely reading. Well done, Mark. Yeah. Well, yeah you're Mark. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, might get an old article there. Oh, yeah, this is a, a, an agricultural-themed one that a British gardener has harvested 839 tomatoes from a single stem, nearly double the Guinness World Record. Oh, so wow. Douglas Smith, 43 years old, and he got a celebration from this uh, event there. Just from one single trust, they got uh, double the amount, uh, 448, which was the Guinness World Record. And he was careful in harvesting the tomatoes because he knew he'd have to submit it to the Guinness Book of Records. So oh, wow. there you are. Mm. That'd be a profitable business now if it would. 
every strand could be decorated. Yeah, give me 839. Uh, there's a German town seeking the owner of a baby ostrich that was found in a local park. Um, yeah, they, they, they don't know who owns it. The zoo says it isn't theirs. So if you own an ostrich and you've lost it, um, it's in a German park. Um, have we got a flash flood? I'll just double check. I think he... No, he's... No, he's late. No, no, let him off. Um, and then... Is there anything else that we do on this? Roy Keane. Roy Keane. Yes. Uh, Una, would you like to pick a page from Roy's autobiography? Is it? Okay. So we have between <clears throat> page one and 300. Have you both read it? Uh, no, no, neither of us have read it. Do you like Roy Keane? Uh, yes. Yeah, I do, mm. I do. Michael? Or pick oh, a number. Uh, no, Una, would you like to pick a number? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll sure. read a page from it. Oh, do I like him? Oh, yeah. yeah. Was it between, so. did you say between? Between one pages? and 300. Oh, right. That's the page we have. <clears throat> okay. It's very good now. Like, we had uh, Liam Dunn's before, and we kind of got all the good stories out of it. So now we have Roy's, and every page oh. we land on has been fantastic. It's oh, a picture page. page. Oh, that's brilliant. Uh, yeah, so. <laughs> My favourite sort of page. It looks very in the book. cute there. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, he looks very young in that one, doesn't he? That's Man United, is it? No, not in Forest. Forest, yeah. Um, so, do you want to go again, round two, Una? Okay. Um, one, six, five. For anyone listening in, these are very good Massey Ferguson classic tractors. Oh, are they? oh well done, Una. Uh, yeah. Here, uh, do you want to read? Oh, actually, uh, yeah, yeah, read from Me? the yeah, first okay. paragraph. Okay, story time. Um... God, it's a tough German surname here. Um, okay, one nil, over. Now we had to travel to Juventus and rapid hoping for a result. There was a lot of head shaking. How could this happen to us? Shit, in the dressing room afterwards. The last thing footballers will do is look at themselves. Yet sometimes, no, always, there's where the an that's where the answer lies. If you're good enough and here in terms of ability, we were... Defeat is usually down to yourself, not the referee or luck or a deflection, comforting though all those excuses are. This is where the real pros, the likes of Brian Robson, Steve Bruce and Dennis Irwin are invaluable. They know where to look for answers. The gaffer knows as well. That's why he's so accomplished. After Ferner Base. Uh, Fernabachi, sorry. Very famous <laughs> soccer person, I'm sure. Uh, he defended us outside to the media. Bad luck, blah, blah, blah. Record had to go sometime. It's been a burden anyway. We'll get back, blah, blah, blah. We could have thrown away the chance of a quarterfinal place four days before at Southampton. Six effing three. Before the zero, or before the five nil at Newcastle. Why did I lose my mind at Dell? and get the red card, because I saw it coming. I knew in my bones that you couldn't F around at Southampton and turn the tap on against a proper team four days later. Can't be done. Maybe now and again, but Manchester United is not in the now and again business. We're in, or supposed to be in, the every time you pull the shirt on, get the job done business. Just like Cranford. <laughs> I know this <laughs> from looking at my own family and friends. United Fanatics, 6-3 at Southampton. They couldn't leave the house. People taking the piss out of them at work. Kids who followed us getting it at school, in the street. The jeering, the mocking, the sneering. 
Too many players forget what defeat means for the people who pay our wages. We are being paid to play, paid to play for Manchester United. Wow. Good insight into his life. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's a whole mentality, isn't it? A mindset. Yeah, Mm. extreme ownership. Yeah. Yeah. He's a man now I should know more about. Roy? Yeah. Yeah. There's probably a really good documentary or something I need to watch. Or maybe a book I need to read. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Two autobiographies. Has he? Yeah. Yeah. Live twice. Yeah. <laughs> or do what changed in the second one yeah. uh, Una it's been great to have you you're a real tonic and all the best with the naughty business um, yeah <laughs> and you'll see you every Saturday wearing that familiar cap in the Gordon Farmers Market give us a look yeah. at the cap there yeah oh, absolutely yes yeah. see me at the market wearing this telling you all about the health benefits of Notorious <laughs> <laughs> I love it very good thanks very much lads thanks a million it's been a pleasure Una best of luck with everything best thank love. you cheers